When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Hello and welcome back to the UF Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. So good to be back here with you, Jordana. Great to be back. Um, I'm very excited because tonight is our show in Philly. Right now we are taping ahead of time so we can get ahead. Uh, Philly's tonight. Of the four East Coast shows, this one sold the worst. So if you're sitting at home in Philly, uh, get up off get your up. couch, get the group chat together, come out tonight. Uh, the New York show's Friday where... It's going to be amazing. We're pretty sure this is going to be the crown jewel show of the tour. We, yes. we're, we're, we're putting together quite an event. So if you're listening right now because a friend of yours is like, you're going, you're going, listen to them. You might be new to the podcast now. What do we do on this podcast? Here's what we do. We talk about modern dating and the cross-section of technology and dating and it's stuff that you really can't go to your parents for advice for because you'll sound like a stupid fucking idiot. So we're here to commiserate. You're not an idiot because we're all idiots. We're all in on this. We're all going through this. We're all going through relationships and we're all having to deal with our little friend, our best friend and biggest enemy, the phone. So that's what we do. And I know you're thinking right now, is this going to be fun? Friday night is going to be the, I, I, they're, they're all fun, but. This is going to be, it's going to be a good one. We Get locked excited. down some special guests. I'll say guests for now. Yes. It's and good. we're all a buzz here. We're just letting you know it's that. It's going to be a good time. If Great there's time. any tickets left, I don't think there are by the time this show comes out. But if they're, yeah, well, you could too try. bad for you. You, you can try. We've only been fucking yelling about this for the last two months. I know. Um, and if you're out in the other cities, we're we're not done with this tour. L.A., San Francisco, Portland, Seattle, Vancouver, Phoenix, Houston, Dallas, Austin. If you're in those cities, get those tickets now. Go, 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 go. Uh, and as is- you know, our tour is sponsored by Moxie Hotels, coming to a city near you. Um, we, we, on our, for our New York show, we're going to be having a moxie happy hour so you can come meet us for a quick sec before the show. Um, come get a complimentary drink like the one you get when you check into a moxie hotel. Perfect. Uh, that's all we have to talk about, right? Yeah. That's pretty that, much let's it. do the show, yeah. right? Yeah. Follow at moxie hotels on their Instagram. I'm ready for the show. UUP at betches.com. UUP at betches.com. Also, Quick plug, I'm coming to Huntsville, Alabama, uh, November 28th and 29th. That's the day after Thanksgiving. Come sit in your stretchy pants with me. Busy December. Busy December, or busy November. And then December, and then we get right into it. And then, yeah, I'm going to be in, um, I'm also going to be in uh, Springfield, Massachusetts, and Naples, Florida at the end of the year. So if you want to come and 
the do other some laughing. Naples. The other Naples. The other Naples. <laughs> yeah, the way other Naples. What are we talking about today? Today we are talking about how to deal with people who do not want to engage with you on the apps. <laughs> <laughs> we're like how okay. do you deal with well, them well, what do you mean they're the more frustrating people because they're the people who answer but don't really like give you much you kinda... ah. so like the the kind of the they're just like the they're there right they're not like stopping answering you but they're also not like pushing it forward right yeah this happens a lot i, I mean this does, yeah because it's like one person doesn't really care nobody makes a move I, I i say this all the time i don't know if i've said it on this podcast yet but we are in constant competition with the couch yes so every time you are messaging with someone on an app they're looking at you they're looking at your couch they're looking at you looking at the couch they're See looking at you they're thinking about eating a bunch of food and squeezing a pillow against their stomach and watching a Netflix series that they can exactly. binge Exactly. And the colder it gets, the more the couch wins. Ooh, the couch. The couch is looking hot. The couch is pretty. The couch yeah. is vivacious. Um, and it's, it's one of those things that like, you know, if you're in these blah conversations, it, a lot of it is also you have to look inward. Let's not blame the other party. You are talking to them too. Because you are lonely. So everything I do, Jordana, this is how I live my life. Okay. Anything I do, I go, yeah, someone else is doing it the same as me. I'm not that special. I'm not okay. that great. I'm just middle of the road dude. And most of us are that. So if you're answering them because you're bored, they're doing the same thing to you because they're bored. And if you're answering them because you're like, I got no one else and they're kind of hot and there's no one else that's really interesting. I feel like me. that's every that's every conversation on a dating app, really, isn't well, it? Mostly, um, I think I've like, I've been in conversations like, where I'm yeah, like, yeah, this is fine. Yeah, <laughs> I think there's a lot of that. Right. I think that's the majority of it. That's why. You know, we're left feeling badly from dating apps because you're having more of these conversations. Right. You know, whereas if you had to go out and you went to a bar with friends and you talked to three dudes that night, you wouldn't feel and had three mediocre conversations. Right. You wouldn't feel that as much as three mediocre dating app conversations. Because I feel like at the end of those conversations on dating apps that don't go anywhere, you're kind of like, what is the point? Well, Why am I here? <laughs> well, this is the other thing that <laughs> we kind of talk about a lot. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. where you're like, do you ever go have, it's, it's do like, you ever have the same, or or te in your case, probably text the same, how was your weekend text? And you're just like, does anything matter? Yes. Like, <laughs> I do that sometimes. Why are we here? <laughs> I'm that way when I'm at a group fitness class, like when I'm right. hungover, I kind of get like, I'm like, why am I here? Right. I'm, I'm not. I'm not gonna losing, try. I'm not gonna try. I'm not losing weight. I'm just fighting against the shit I did last night. Right. You know, this isn't. And I had even, to leave my house, and I have no pl plans to make this a productive workout. Not at all. Right. And it's a lot of that is the same on a dating app, where you're like, "What? You're right. Yeah. What am I doing here?" Uh, and I think that's why why the apps can get they can be so like demoralizing. It's sure. just because like I feel like a lot of the time when you have all these conversations that don't really go anywhere, you're just kind of like. What is the point? Well, <laughs> there is this thing is if you get past five messages with each other, the only way, thing to do next is a date. Right. And sometimes you're like, ugh, this, I, these five messages weren't interesting right. enough for me to want to. It's like we get a lot of DMs and messages that are like, well, 
I get one a lot of times. I'll get this similar one where it's like, I went on date one, then we went on date two, and then we got to three. We didn't hook up, but we kind of made out, and we got naked together, but we didn't fuck. And then we went on date four, and all of a sudden, he's like, I don't want to be with you. And it's like, what a dick. You're just going to leave me? And it's like, yeah, what was the option? Right. What was the option? What, what is this whole dating thing for then? You, you're not yeah. stuck in when something just it, because right. you went on something. Well, when you say it the other way, I mean, it makes a lot. It, it does make sense in the sense of like, yeah, we can't be that offended by these by these things. And also, this is like part. This is all part of the game. This is part of it. So when right. someone when you talk with someone, you go, hey, what's up? How was your weekend? You go, right. it's pretty good. You and then you and then I go. How was, uh, uh, yeah, I got a little drunk and uh, now I'm a little hungover in bed. I just got a bacon, egg and cheese, which might be my top food in the, in the entire world. Then you come back with, that's cool. And then you go, so what else is going on? And I'm like, now yeah. I got to fucking create a whole story again. And I'm like, at that point, right. I'm you like. You did your part. I did my part. Right. I gave you a little fun bacon, egg and cheese thing. And back to your original thing about the like, uh, about the four dates and then the disappointment. It's kind of like, I get the disappointment. You're allowed to be disappointed. But that's also, they're allowed to also go, hey, we went on four dates and I don't see the match. Yeah. That's no, the whole I, point of I, dating. I, yeah. I totally agree with that. But it's like, I think of it, like I think feeling for you, like uh, the, the best analogy is like, let's say you went on like four auditions. Okay. Right? Sure. So you like went on four auditions. You keep learning more about the part every time sure. you go, right? You're getting like really into like the yep. idea that you could be, I, could I know be. you're not like an actor sure. per se. You're more. You're obviously a comedian. To any casting people out there, I will do whatever you'd like. I'm sure you. Yeah. You, you've dabbled in acting <laughs> I've, I've or done some whatever. I, I, you know. Let's say you me, were me, 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 me. Right. Then you get to the you, you, unique New York. You're finally called <laughs> back for the fourth audition, and you're like, "All right, I've been here four times. I'm gonna be the friend. Uh, I'm gonna be right. the friend on the pilot. Yeah. yeah. This is looking pretty good. I'm already <laughs> counting the money that I'm gonna right. make yeah. from. Pilot season one. I've already got the Delta right. points in my pocket from the flight to LA. You're on your fourth thing. You're pretty emotionally invested in sure, this. You moved I get some, it. You've moved some things around to be there. Yeah. And then they're kind of like, hey, you know, like we liked you. You had like, but like you're not for us. Yeah. It sucks. It sucks. But I wouldn't look at, I wouldn't go to my friend and go, can you believe NBC? You might I would go, though. that's the process. You wouldn't say that. You would say that's the process, but you'd also be like, ah, I feel like a little like, like, this is really disappointing. Like, I really felt like I had it. I think the difference <laughs> would be if they flew me to L.A. It really felt like we were a match. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I do that with everything that is hypothetically going to happen. Like, mm. I, 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 I live in a world that of stand-up where there's no promotions. Right. You just have these, like, very exciting things that kind of pop up out of the blue. And they pop up due to the work you've done in the past. So... And it's a lot of accumulation. So just like you're saying, like if there was an audition, I mean, one time I'll tell you this, I pitched this show and we were getting pretty far along to like have this show get made. And mm -hmm. we like created all the show stuff and whatever. And then we get to, and I was going to be the host of the show that I created. And I was like, wow, this is going to be great. And I'm looking at the con contracts are being made. And, right. And, You're almost and the show's boyfriend. I'm the show's boyfriend. I'm about to, I'm You're about, about to, to be official. The I'm about to define the relationship. Okay. And I remember they looked at me and they're like, yeah, I don't know. What if we had, they're saying this to me because I'm also the creator. Right. So like, it's not like I'm not in on these conversations. Right. They're You're like, the EP as well. I'm like, yeah. So they're yeah. going, and I remember at one point they're like, what if the fat Jew hosted this? And I'm like, <laughs> what? 
<laughs> How does that help this show? They're like, well, yeah, but he's got such a following. And I'm like, why would he even? Yeah, he has a following where he makes tons of money off it. Why would he even want to host the show? Why wouldn't he create his own show? Right. And I'm like sitting there and I'm like, man, that's fucking like I was about. Right. Like, like that's kind of what it's like. Where it's, it's like, like That's like your Hannah B. That's my Hannah that's B. Like, <laughs> no, that's like your, uh, your, your, your Hannah B. And then Tyler's like, well, uh. What if we got Gigi Hadid in here? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you're like, what do you mean? Why would Gigi Hadid want to date you? Yeah. <laughs> like, why would he even? Why would she even want to be here? Yeah. What are you talking a... about? We're like equals. This is like, let's just make this a thing. I know. And and, and yeah, we've slept together. We've we've been sleeping. We've right. been hanging out for all this time. I do right. understand that. I did feel disappointed like, well, by that. Yeah, he's like, no, this this could could work, but what if we could get her? Yeah, I mean, it'd be pretty good. It would help out. Yeah. My relationship. Yeah. That's kind of how it came down. I don't know if that that relates to that how that feeling, but right. That's kind of probably exactly how that felt for Hannah B. If I can put myself in her <laughs> shoes, <laughs> I wonder if uh, Gigi Hadid would work well in this role. Right. I, yeah, I. But I'm saying like this is all to say that like you can be disappointed, but you can't be vengeful. Right. You know, like and also with on the dating apps where you have these like meh conversations. Yeah. Th- what it, like it's okay to just go. No, I'm going to back out of this one. This wasn't right. good enough to get me on a date. This is why this exists. This app exists not to tell you everything is great. This app exists to f- figure out if you and this person have any or sort of connection. Yeah, and if they're not being vocal or expressive on the app, then like you shouldn't want them to go on a date with you because they wouldn't be that excited well, about it. Well, that's what happens a lot of times where they're like, I got a fish, I got to eat it. And it's like, no, throw it back. Right. Fish you ain't big test, enough to feed the whole family. You test them. Let's so do she some writes, right. She well in the email, which is about this conversation, she writes, Hi Jordan and Jared, your podcast is amazing. I'm new to online dating. The screenshot I sent is how most conversations have been for me. Is this common for everyone or am I just swiping right on total duds? I'm thirty one and my age range is thirty to forty, so they should have some social skills by now. Question mark. <laughs> uh, I guess a question and they don't even I ask a question and they don't even have the skills to ask back or keep a conversation going. I usually don't even bother asking another, but I've been trying not to be so judgmental because I'm a hairstylist. So the small talk game is my life. So it comes easy to me. But That's really, interesting. Yeah. how much conversation do you have to pull out of the other person? Thanks so much. So if we, if we want to reenact this so let's conversation, reenact the conversation, you're her, okay. I'm him. Yeah. Okay. And I, and here's the thing. There's something in her email that kind of hits me. Can I bring that up? Sure. Um, I ask a question. They don't even have the skills to ask back or keep a conversation going. Is it the skills or the energy? It's both. Right. But, okay, let's let's do the reading. All right. So she says, hey, blank. Hey, blank. How's your weekend going? How's your week going? Going okay. Hard to get motivated this week. Ha ha. LOL. Why is that? The weather? Yup. Ha ha. Yeah, lol. Do you have plans for the holiday weekend? I don't actually. Winging it. Right. I inst- I've I've seen this conversation uh, or an iteration of this conversation. This before. is uh, we've all been here. Right. Yeah, I I have a problem with her. You can't you can't drive other people's bus. So are you saying th- so if you look at this conversation you're saying this guy is not interested. I'm saying he's matching her energy level. I'm saying she didn't get herself enough to even suss him out. So I don't know about him. Yeah, he sucks. You want me to say he sucks? Sure. Fuck him. Okay. But 
I, 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 I don't, a lot of people suck, but they're not your responsibility. You're responsible for yourself. So she's like, is this how all guys are? I don't know, maybe. <laughs> but you have to control you. You're the only one that can control you. There's nothing, you can't be the puppeteer. Right. She's so not saying I, anything that interesting either. Exactly. Right. So that's my point. You get what you give. So, and if you, and if you don't get, and if you give a lot to a conversation and you don't get it back, then you're going to go, I'm not going to ask the next question. Right. Because you're going to move on. They'll move on quicker because you're going to go like, it's like, it's like when you're on the dance floor and you're like, ah, and you're going crazy. And someone kind of like walks up to you, not dancing. You're like, get out of here. Fucking right, you're ruining schlub. my, en- you're ruining my energy. Yeah. get No. And then it's like, and then, and then if like a dude you're not even attracted to comes over and starts dancing, like, like the matching your energy, you're like, yeah, we're going to dance this out. <laughs> yeah, like, like do you sometimes see that at like a wedding? You, you know? see it there's all the like time, a, where right. there's that one person that is like they're bringing the heat, right? And then someone else comes up and is like, and then I'm all gonna, of a sudden you're doing the limbo, and then all of a sudden <laughs> everyone's involved. You yeah. need to be the dance floor fire starter. Is it the limbo? Limbo. When you go underneath, yeah, that's yeah. The limbo. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. You ever see someone that's like amazingly good at the limbo? Yeah, that person brings the heat. I mean, it is <laughs> awe-inspiring. Like people go crazy. Yeah, like where that's like really that like, goes I love on their when people the sides get really into that cheesy shit because oh I feel God. like it's like the sign of like we're all like going for it. We're all having fun, yeah. and it's like you know if you go on with, "Hey Matt," like that's how she started the conversation. Hey Matt, right? Not like "Hey Matt," like um, that picture of you is hysterical. Like I've got we have whatever to, you have to understand. You're you have to understand who you're selling to. Mm-hmm. Okay? Look at the generation that you're dealing with. She says she's 31. Range is 30 to 40. Okay. You're in the, you know, elder. You're in the older millennial bottom of the generation, whatever the fuck Not they are. Not quite geriatric pregnancy. Yeah. You're, you're, mid-ger- you're, just, you're pre-geriatric pregnancy age. Yes. What I'm saying to you is um, understand your customer. What do we like? We're all narcissists, our generation. Right. Everyone's a narcissist. Everyone has their own Instagram page. Everyone has their own curated pictures. Everyone likes tapas. Everyone likes to say that they know the good restaurant. Everyone thinks they're fucking geniuses. So why don't you play to that? When people always ask me, what's a great opening line? The best opening line is something about the profile that they made. Right. Because it's something you noticed about something that they did. So, hey, Matt, fuck right. off. You and didn't I'll, even tell me I'm right. a fucking awesome dude. Because here's the thing. No one really, everyone's had a million of these conversations. No one wants to have the same shitty small talk. Exactly. They want to have something. And understa- they understand Different, that. curated. Curated small talk that's a little bit less shitty than the usual one. Absolutely. This is like standard shitty small talk. And I'm not saying he's right. Again. Fuck him. Yeah, he didn't do anything either to, Fine. to bring in this but that, But you know what happens to people who go, well, you didn't do anything. You're both sitting at home fucking touching yourself while watching Netflix. Someone's got to do something. Someone's got to. So I'm saying, so if I saw like, I would go, uh, like even the smallest thing, like, and also there's no wrong thing to say. Whatever the, I always think the first thing to come into your head is the most you. So be the most you. So it's like, if I saw your profile and I was like, wow, you really get tan. <laughs> like like if that was something like that I said to you without knowing you right. you would go I do like getting tan like right. and, and listen I took a shot maybe you would go ugh 
fucking assholes always mentioning my tan. <laughs> like, maybe that would happen. But at least it would make me feel some type of way. Exactly. There it is. There we go. There it is. This is why you listen to this show. Because that's a good answer. That's the, that's the reality of it. Make me feel some type of way. Whether right. it's good or bad, not everyone's going to be a fan. Yeah. Not everyone's going to, but make them feel. I agree. Nothing gives me naked confidence like really nailing a tough workout. There's a real sense of power that comes from pushing your body to its limits and conquering it like a champ. But a very close second, Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's the game-changing whole body deodorant for those who love feeling confident from head to toe. And you up listeners can now receive a special offer. New customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code UUP at LumiDeodorant.com. L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Making sure that I smell good is like one of my top things to feel confident. If I'm scared that I might be like having an odor, that is going to totally throw off my confidence. So I love Lumi so I can feel confident that I'm smelling fresh every day. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. Yes, anywhere. It's baking soda-free, paraben-free, and pH-balanced for safe use below the belt. Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. More like a pre-odorant. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Choose from a variety of bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or toasted coconut. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for our listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code UUP for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code UUP at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. If you're like me and shudder at the the thought of low-rise jeans and pluck thin eyebrows making a comeback, you're a millennial. And if you're a millennial, it's time to add Clarins multi-active cream to your daily routine. I have to tell you, I'm a huge Clarins fan. I've been using them for years. I love, love, love them. They are such high quality. They're like a legacy brand. My skin always looks better whenever I'm using Clarins products. And it's no different with the Clarins multi-active cream. You've been adulting for a while, so the daily stress of just trying to keep your life together can cause stress aging. Yes, that's a thing. The good news, Europe's number one skincare line has a solution you can trust. Rooted in nature and innovated with science, Clarins has a long legacy of creating industry-first, plant-forward products. Using a skin charger complex made of 2% niacinamide and C. holly bio-extract, Clarins Multi-Active Cream has been clinically proven to target the first visible signs of aging by smoothing lines and wrinkles, refining pores, evening tone and texture, and strengthening the skin's moisture barrier. While Multi-Active Cream can't bring back the golden age of boy bands, it can de-stress your skin. Go to Clarins.com slash UUP and get multi-active day and night cream for 10% off, a free welcome gift, plus free shipping on your first order. That's C-L-A-R-I-N-S dot com slash UUP with promo code UUP, Clarins.com slash UUP with promo code UUP. UUP at Betches.com, UUP at Betches.com. Let's do some awkward Let's sex. Let's do it. You want to read it? Hey, J&J, love the podcast. So I've been hooking up with this guy and everything is going great. The sex is great and he's great. But I really need your opinion on this. Each time we have sex, he pours me a cup of mouthwash after. Oh my God. <laughs> and for you? <laughs> like, I did, like, <laughs> it's like they both sex cigarette. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't forget to rinse. I thought there was more to the sentence, so I read it weird. But each time we have sex, he pours me a cup of mouthwash after. At first, I was so taken back, but decided to take the offer because I was so surprised. <laughs> well, if you're offering, 
Like, <laughs> why not? Why not? I guess I'll be. I, I hey, at the very least, you know, he's making constant trips to CVS or Amazon deliveries are coming. He's got good dental hygiene. Yeah, I can tell he doesn't want to kiss me until I have the mouthwash. <laughs> oh my god! I'm just imagining her kissing him and him going, "No, no, no." <laughs> Here. Here you go. Uh, 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 uh. Swish, swish. Where does she have? This also adds an extra awkward layer of like spitting it out. Yeah, you gotta go watch. (laughs) Now get out of here. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here, toots. Spit that shit out. I'm not sure if this is a kind gesture or should I be offended? I don't think. Would you be offended? Um, I'm not. I don't know if I'd be offended unless like. I kind of be like oh, this guy's like kind of like a germaphobe or like sure. a little like it wouldn't be it would be like a little bit of a turn off. I wouldn't know if I'd be offended by it. Here's why I wouldn't be offended if it it seems to me that he's going. I like it, so why not? Why wouldn't you? Right. Like if he if he wasn't doing it, it was like if he was just sitting in bed and he's like, get your mouthwash, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> to clean have, that does, dirty mouth, does, I'd be like, I'd be like, okay, okay, fucking. <laughs> why don't you right. do it too? Does he do it too? Uh, the sex is going great, but I need it. Each time we have sex, he pours me a cup of mouthwash. Out. Okay, so that's the differentiate. Right. If they're both doing it, I'm cool with it. Yeah, if it's just it's you, right. yeah, that's like, like the hand sanitizer thing. And click, 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 right. click. Yeah. You know, you know, they were doing <laughs> both of us. Hand. Yeah. Versus like, oh, just you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, You're the. <laughs> it does have that, and I don't mean like like it's it does if it's just you, it does feel like he's like you dirty whore, right. like you know, like that type yeah. of thing. And here's your deodorant. <laughs> <laughs> what would you call oh, it? What would you call this? Um, the Listermine. Listermine. It's not very nice. I like that dental Dan. Dental Dan, Dental I like Dan. it. I like it. I don't. Have you ever done anything similar? Um, just a note on that: Has anyone in the history of sex ever used a dental dam? It is. I I've never used one. Um, I never. I feel like I, they spent a large part of sex ed like teaching every time us how I to think, use one. <laughs> yeah, more than we should have. Right. I should have known if fingering girl could get her pregnant more than <laughs> how to use a fucking dental, dental dam. dam. Yeah, it's like an art project. Yeah. Why are we? What am I <laughs> sitting here with the fucking? Workout band, right? <laughs> and just the fact that it was even referenced is like a waste of time. Yeah, it's crazy actually to me. Like, who's? What are you gonna do? Take it? The way you know how we make one? You cut a workout band? No, you oh. cut like a condom. You have to like literally take scissors oh. and cut it, and then open it wide, and then like. Oh, is that like the homemade version? Yeah, I think so. Because they you, sold they, they dental sell them? dam. Oh, I didn't, we didn't even learn that they sold them. We heard that you had to make them yourself, and they taught <laughs> us how to make them. Of all the things women are fighting against, that should have been <laughs> number first. one. Yeah. That that should be like, you, like I, I like. There's always the thing where they're like, they should make uh, like, like like you can get Viagra anywhere you want, right. yet you can't get like birth control stuff you know like i i, Guy, I know. guys should try that on a girl i would love to see the reaction if they're like hold up before i go down on you do you have scissors i'm just, I'm just imagining though if, if women were telling us like um and for years they made us cut our own dental dam so that we could get pleasured you'd be like yeah man we've been really dicks to you huh like seriously i, I I'm going to bring out a dental dam next time I hook up with my You girlfriend. should. I'll just be like, wanna, let's see what happens. Can you please let, her, let us know the reaction? What do you think? What, it, I guess. It, it's a barrier. No, to, I know I yeah. know what it is. I Also, the smell of it. I remember, didn't it always have like the dust that comes on latex? 
It's like a con- same smells a con again. Like that's the only way I knew about it. It's like it's a, basically a condom in a different shape. The only way I could see, see a dental dam. I see, I see what you're saying. The only way I could see a dental dam being used would be as like payback from a guy being like, "Oh, you want to use condoms? Well, this is what it feels like." And then like, <laughs> I'd be like, "Great, so, yeah. I, you can use a condom for a blowjob too. That'll be fun." <laughs> oh, that's awful. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's. Uh, I I I've never used one. I've Not never to even discourage had a- STI protection. No, I'm all, I guess the the feedback might be that if you have herpes, right. a dental dam is a way to get have someone go down on you while you have herpes or breakout. Right. And I, I I don't know I don't know. I'm speaking out of my ass right now. I know someone's gonna DM me and go, "Well," and I'm like, "No, I don't." I listen. There's a reason for everything that exists. Someone out there is using it. Good for them. I'm I'm happy they're safe. I guess. Not for I me. I still don't even I don't know, know if someone's out there is using it. I guess we'll find out. We're going to find out. I, yeah. I I can promise you. I Have you ever had something? Look, I did get a DM recently this week where it was, um, is it weird that my boyfriend doesn't want to kiss me? After a blowjob? After a blowjob. I've heard that too. What do you think? Um, I think it's a little offensive. Do in, you in kiss that. after a blowjob? Let's get personal. Um, I'll kiss on the cheek. If I'm cheek doing kiss. That. Yeah. I've... I've done a make out after a blowjob. I like would I'm not like opposed to it. Yeah. I, it's and more I, for that. I think it's more weird for them because it's like, oh, am I like eating my own like. What about a make out after he goes down on you? That's also f- I'm like fine with that. I'm making out after yeah. going down. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm like, I'm cool with it. But that's also kind of like also like we've done. We've exchanged so many fluids at this point. Like, what's the. And I like when I have a beard, it looks like a dog coming up from having water from lapping up water. It's just like. <laughs> There you go. Is that a fun visual? <laughs> Audience. Anyone enjoying that? <laughs> Audience. I know one person um, that doesn't enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> she who must not be named. She, she the lady not? of the night. Yes. So I don't know. I I've uh, I wouldn't. I I think like when guys rebuke it, like when they like back off mm-hmm. at a kiss after a blowjob, I think there's like this whole connotation with like your own cum and sexuality that's not fair. Right. I think it's like kind of bullshit. But like, I also like don't care that you know what I mean. Like, yeah, that much. Feels like way. young, if that's like, young people's yeah. things. If that's something that you feel like super strongly about, I think it's fine. I think it's like more. I I think it's a li- it's a little offensive in the sense of like I just did something nice for you. Sure. Like, and now you're kind of just like, <laughs> what you don't kiss your grandmother? Right. It does feel very the way you're putting it. It right. feels very like like <laughs> hot, be respectful. You be know, respectful. Like I, I, yeah, yeah I, I understand that. Um, <laughs> sometimes I'll kiss on the forehead and go, and that was good. There you go. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Everyone, don't get disgusted. Don't get yeah. mad at me. Stop DMing me. I, I, I'm kidding. Um, I right? don't think. I don't think if, for this mouthwash thing. I don't. Red I think. Flag it, or deal I think if it, if you're if he's if he's pouring both of you some mouthwash red flag if it's just you deal deal breaker breaker. yeah because it's then that's a signifier of of respect level for the person in the bed with you right to me yeah Yeah. like i need mouthwash but you don't yeah 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 it it feels very dominant if you if they didn't want the mouthwash but i agree let's do some emails you ready all right i'm ready uup at betches.com uup at betches.com also i want you to do me a favor I want you to make it your Instagram like story Sam. right now. I want you 
<laughs> I want you. I feel like a screenshot this I, I, I feel like a wrestling uh, heel, like a wrestling bad guy doing a promo. I want you to make a your Instagram story right now, and I'll see you at the Spectrum this fall for WrestleMania three. You know. Yeah. Is that? I'm not gonna watch much wrestling. There's but three if I dudes did, laughing at that, and everyone else who listens is, does has no, no idea, idea what, what the fuck talking I'm talking about. about. But right. I do know Uncle Sam, <laughs> Uncle Jared, <laughs> Uncle Jared, Uncle Jared. Um, hi J and J, love the podcast. I have a communication problem. I'm hoping you can help me navigate. When a significant other is away on vacation, who is responsible for keeping up the communication? I have been dating my boyfriend for about eight months now, and everything has been great in that honeymoon stage. We live in the same city and aren't much of a phone call couple, but keep up good text conversations when we don't see each other. This weekend, he went out to California for a trip with some college friends, not a bachelor party or guys weekend, and we haven't spoken as much as I would like to. <laughs> if you're going away with friends, it's a va- it, it's, it's the a, same as a bachelor party. Don't di- She's trying to get she us said, on her side. It's not a guys weekend either, she's saying. He's on a trip with college friends. Okay. We haven't spoken as much as I would like to, and I've initiated each conversation. I don't want to feel like I'm bothering him, but I do think we should be speaking more than we are. When I have been away, I've made efforts to make sure that we, are, that we still spoke a good amount and have also called a couple times to catch up. He's only away for the weekend, so am I overthinking this? Who should be the one keeping up the communication? How do I bring this up without coming off as a nag or making him feel like he's obligated to me? I want him to want to do the dishes. <laughs> Thanks for the help. Sincerely confused by the communication. What do you think? Uh, I have some thoughts. I um, travel a lot every weekend. Mm-hmm. I have a girlfriend. It's I feel like tough you're a pretty keep- good texter. I'm a, I am get back to everything right away. I'm very good at texting. Yeah. Um, desperate. I'm a desperate Sorry. fucking loser. <laughs> Who can't go a second without constant affirmation and communication? No, I, uh, I. It's hard, and it's you know the, the. I can't really give her an answer that doesn't include be more confident. Like, you know, text when you have something to say, and if you have nothing to say, then let him have a let him enjoy his weekend. Let him enjoy, you know, like, and yeah. also when things get busy, you don't text as much. That's why when things get busy, you're not posting on social media as much. You know, right. There's, there's I to me, she's got to say, hey, I'm a great and wonderful person and uh, he should be lucky to be with me. And if he comes back from the trip and he says and he didn't text me at all, you can say, hey, what the fuck? You didn't text me once. Yeah. And if he's not answering you, that's another that's a that's an issue. Yeah. And then maybe you want to end the relationship because they didn't he didn't think of you once while he was on a trip with his college friends. Right. That's I a do standard th- I do think it's like it's not weird for people to have different expectations of how much texting or communication is like necessary or even favorable in a relationship. I think that's something you kind of work out yeah. relatively early in the sense of like kind of trying to figure out the way both people like to communicate. I remember when I first started dating, Mike would <clears throat> be like, he'd kind of be like, oh, like, do you like to like text during the day? I feel like we don't talk that much during the day. Is that mm. something you're like interested in? I'm like, eh, like I feel like I'd rather just like speak to you on the phone like later and have like an actual conversation sure. and like text you random things throughout the day. I'd rather like save it and give you like an actual like full attention at the end of the day. Yeah. So that's just kind of, but that's in the beginning. That's not like, is it like, Oh, do, do they just not care about speaking to me? I feel like sometimes you can, I mean, ask like what someone's preference is or like if we're both away, it'll be like, Oh, like, yeah, I guess we were both, like, busy this week's weekend, so we didn't really, like, speak that much. Mm. And so it's kind of like, I think you can acknowledge it. 
Yeah, and also like, hey, I haven't heard from you. Call me tonight. Like that's an okay thing to yeah. do. Like I think like also like, you know the like the, the the example that speaks to me is FaceTime. Like I I yeah, put I a, love FaceTime. I think FaceTime is the worst thing in the entire world. Really? I would rather cut my hand off than fucking have to FaceTime. So you've someone. never FaceTime? We so. have. We do it, <laughs> and I go like I think that should be on. The, I I put up a tweet once where it's like there should be a dating app where the one of the only question is do you need FaceTime. As like one of the things. And it's like, you know, I just think FaceTime, to me, it's it keeps you on the phone longer than the conversation needs to go. It can. I don't know. For me, I feel like it's like, for me, it's like, I don't like to text during the day really mm. at all. Unless there's something that like, obviously, if it's about a plan, sure. it's different. Or if it's something like so, so incredibly important or funny that like they need to know immediately. Gots to know. But for me, it's like, if there's like a small thing that I like feel like he'd be interested to know, I'd rather tell him in person in a full like way. Or when we when we didn't sure. live together, we used to FaceTime a lot because I felt like it was like just a better, more intimate way of communicating. And then we could just text less. But I, I'm kind of on the side of like, I don't think texting is a signifier of someone liking you more. I think it's just FaceTime like, is. Cause, but here's the thing. I think FaceTime is a signifier of that because you kind of you can't be doing ten different things at the same time. You can only Fair. FaceTime one person at a time. Yeah, I love talking to someone while they look at themselves for twenty minutes. I it's like I I like having headphones on, doing other things while we're talking on the phone. Like that's like my like if I was like away and she was like call me tonight, let's talk. You know, mm -hmm. before you go to your shows or whatever, I'd be like yeah, and I put on headphones and I'd sit there and talk with her while I was doing other stuff. Because I like, think a phone call is like sufficient. Yeah, and yeah. I, I think, but for this woman who wrote in, where it's like, "Hey, what's enough? I don't want to be a nag. I don't think it's a nag. It's like to your talk. personal preference. Yeah, and it's yeah. also like, it again. I love taking these out to the court of public opinion. If a guy came to me and was like, "Can you believe my fucking girlfriend of eight months wanted to talk on the phone on Saturday night?" I go. Well, like for five minutes, like, yeah, yeah. Like what's That's the problem? The, like, the, I, I, you know, like, so like, it's not a nag to go, Hey, call me tonight. Let me know how things are going. Like, Hey, right. how's it? How's the trip? And then them to respond. And then you go, okay, cool. Have fun. Yeah, like I, I think that's totally that's totally fine. I understand why if someone is away with their friends, they don't want to be like texting you constantly totally. or on the phone with you constantly. I think it's a matter of taking five minutes in your day to say, hey, like checking in with someone that I really care about. Sure. And then like that doesn't disrupt your day. And every and then guy you has on. been on the trip with the dude who has the girlfriend who's like mad he's having fun. That's the one <laughs> that's thing. The annoying that's thing. Yeah. the annoying one. Every guy has had the one friend that walks away with his phone and everyone goes, is she calling again? again? Right. What? Don't you don't want to be the that fuck? person. And then he comes back and everyone's like, and this is when you end up getting dumped. This is when he, when, when the, he comes back and everyone goes, and I'm always this guy. I go, so how was the call? Oh, you're that. He's probably trying to pretend it didn't happen. Yeah, because now it's the fifth time. And right. we're like, what the fuck? So it's like, I think for a, a trip, the one time a night while you're in the room getting ready, yeah. five-minute call to check in, that's great. Also, the text throughout the day, if you have something going on, you're just texting. If the string of texts are like five by you, that's fine too. But if you're actively taking them away from the friends where they even go, 
So right. what's your going on know, here? Yeah. If, if your friends know about your communication, it's too much communicating. It's too much. And then That's she's what, probably like, well, how do I know if they know? You know. You'll know. You'll know. Right. Because it's it's also like you just have to also realize it doesn't make you like some desperate loser. Whoever is having the more boring weekend is the one who wants to talk more. You're the desperate loser. You're the, yeah, the desperate yeah. loser is the one who's having the more boring weekend. Yeah. But they should understand that internally and respect the non-desperate losers yeah. having a good time. Eventually, one day, it'll be you yeah, eventually who's having yeah, fun. Yeah, desperate loser is not a permanent designation. <laughs> you guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims. And with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations. So it's no surprise that it's the best fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form fitting and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down. And you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble. And it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt. It's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems. And it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know I sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows. Summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I'm wearing a Quince sweater literally right now. They make the best cashmere sweaters and they're so well-priced. It's like, honestly, my dream store. I also have an amazing down comforter from them. They cut out the middleman and they really just give you these really, really high quality items that last a long time and that they're at an amazing price point. Quince has amazing items like premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash UUP for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash UUP to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash UUP. Let's do some more emails. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Okay. You want to read the next one? Let's read the next one. Let me do a- This is long. This is- Okay. Are we ready for this? Yes. First of all, I want to say I love this podcast. Both bring up great topics of dating woes that nobody wants to discuss. Bring a fresh perspective. Think I need. I think everyone needs to strive to have. Hey, that's why you should tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend. Mm-hmm. Despite getting some heat for being a guy who listens to a dating podcast. Ooh, it's a dude email. A long dude email. I can't believe it. I don't care because I think everyone under the sun needs some brutal honesty about dating every once in a while. Who's giving you a shit? Yeah, guys uh-huh. can listen to... I know many guys who listen to dating podcasts. This one. This one. That's right. I'll try and keep this short. Uh, 
you've already failed. Uh, <laughs> but we, I have, we, see, we see the paragraphs. But it's I pr- have a prolonged, I mean, the first paragraph we didn't need, but thank you. But I have a prolonged ex-girlfriend situation that I think you can provide insight on. I broke up with my then-girlfriend three years ago. All right? All right. So they've been broken up three years. We met through mutual friends way back when and were essentially part of the same friend group before dating. Since the breakup, we've continued to have friends that overlap, which I never wanted to alter because a breakup should never also bring breaks in our friendship with the same people. It sounds like something he's repeated to a few different people. I know. And I don't like (laughs) when anyone says never. I don't like with anything. You should never do, especially dating advice. Never do this. No, we never do that. Right. You know, that's why like Cosmo, all those magazines, they set you up for failure. Always do this. Yeah. Never do that. Fuck off. Good looking dude in Cosmo. (laughs) There's someone. Never do this. There's someone very specific I'm thinking of. Um, which I never wanted to alter because a breakup should never also bring breaks in our friend. You know what? A breakup does bring breaks in friendships. Yes. It happens. I used to hang out with this group before we go into this email. It was like our New York group when I first moved to the city. We'd all watch Patriots game together. We're all still close enough. Mm-hmm. Guess what the group doesn't do anymore? Hang out yeah. that much. Yeah. And it's, it's because you get older and listen, you know, people... Uh, some friends you get close with, some you f- go away from, but you know you can have that and also be cool with them. Yeah, I agree. You can definitely break up friendships because of a breakup. It's not that weird. People pick the person they like the most. I remember when the group uh, ended was when these two in the group hooked up, and then they ended, and it was like, eh, this yeah, is we're gonna like, <laughs> and then what happens is people take a break. You know, the group friends hang out with the ones they like the most, right. and then. They're like, well, we're taking some time for those two to take away from each other. Mm-hmm. And then they realize, oh, I'm going to take some time from the rest of these people. Let me tell you something. My parents were married for 13 years. Yeah. Had a lot of family friends. None of those friends are still friends None with of both them. of them. Zero <laughs> friends Zero. speak to both of them. <laughs> Completely divided. Yeah. And like, it's everyone. No, no one's that has endured just, that big of a loss. It's also <laughs> human and friend groups get right. smaller as you get older. Yeah. So I know zero people that both of my parents are friends with independently. <laughs> That's hilarious. Which I never wanted to alter because of breakup. OK, I've read that sentence seven times. We both moved to Chicago post breakup. Among many of our mutual friends, uh, we both moved to Chicago post breakup among many of our mutual friends. Well, I believe in the whole you can't be friends with your ex mindset. Well, I think you can, but OK. Uh, Maybe it can happen again. Friendly. We never say never. I never want to get to a place where our mutual friends had to pick sides and divide the group that we had because we all are very close. I always tried to make find a fine line where we would only hang out in group settings and not have a super close friendship outside of that. However, the whole mutual friend situation has gotten, in my perspective, a little out of control. LOL. She has claimed that she only wants to be friends with me, but has since told some of our mutual friends quite the opposite. It has gotten to the point now, mind you, three years later that she has invited herself on trips. She wasn't invited on planned trips to the same city. Coincidentally, if I was going somewhere, tried to befriend any of my friends I met outside of our group and has done everything in her power to try and get a one-on-one time with me. For example, she has asked to go to lunch, dinner multiple times to catch up or would even come uh, or would end up coming early to pregame to a pregame. My roommates and I would host just to talk with me one on one. She has confronted me at bars while I'm talking to other girls about how she's uh, uncomfortable that I talk to girls in front of her, despite her going doing the same thing and also hooking up with a few of my friends, mutual friends that she met while dating me. I am fully moved on from the breakup. 
and genuinely do not have any attraction to her anymore. Boy, I hope she doesn't <laughs> listen to this podcast. Right. Uh, or maybe she needs to listen to this podcast. I, I, I've said word for word, we will never be a thing again. Multiple times. How do you say that to someone? That's tough. He really cares about keeping this friend group <laughs> together. Some of our friends have caught on to her antics and are also getting increasingly annoyed, but don't want to butt in because it's not their drama, which I can't blame them for. Needless to say, it's time for an intervention. I don't know how to bring up how, one, we will never date again. There is nothing between us. And two, we need our, to live our own lives despite having mutual friends without being a total dick about it. How can I get to the point across, get the point across, even though I have given multiple indicators that it will never happen again and without bringing our friends into it because it's not their battle to fight? Thanks for the awesome pod and your advice here. Sincerely, guy who gets cock blocked by his ex. What do you think? Um, I think. Have you known a girl like this? Because I'm trying a, to think of like. I've known a girl like this. I've kind of like not to this extent, but I feel like I've been a girl like this. Mm -hmm. Not like not at all in this blatant way that the way at least the way he describes her. But I think I've had like things, especially like in college or like mm -hmm. or things after where we were like because in college, everyone knows everyone. And if I maybe something ended with a guy, but I kind of yeah. felt like there was maybe some unfinished business, I might like attend parties that I knew he'd be at. Or something like that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, kind mm -hmm. of just think, thinking like, oh, like maybe like if he sees me enough, it'll... It'll click. Right. Something but will click me, and something will come back. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, and that, I mean, that only really leads you to be like completely miserable. So I feel bad for her. I feel bad this. for her. Too. I feel bad for her. It seems like she's like clearly having a very difficult time getting over this. It does seem like he's clearly very blatantly said this is never going to be a thing again. And I think for him, the best thing he could do is completely distance himself from her and give her if the subtle hints are not working or mm -hmm. even the saying um, this is never going to be a thing and next time she texts you just don't answer I used to have this girl um, where it always where she would confuse us having fun together for like then why don't we make this happen do you know what I mean did you hook up Mm -hmm. oh. <laughs> <laughs> no but we we hooked up for a while <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're I left like out a very key you're like detail. Dead right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, I thought I. I, I you're that right. was so funny. <laughs> you were like, I have no idea why she thought this was going to be a thing. We well, just had sex every time we hung out. <laughs> well, I would explain. I would get in this position. Well, we didn't have sex every time we hung out, but we would hang out late night. Okay. Get you know drinks, get drunk. And hook up, and then I would be like, hey, and then she would be like, well, let's do whatever. And I would say to her very upfront, I'd go, this isn't going to be something, I, 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 this is very casual for me. And she'd be like, I know, I know, I know. And then we, then she would end up, you know, I get a text, what are you doing tonight? And I'll be like, no, I'm not going to hang out tonight. And then, well, are you out? Are you going to go out? What's happening? What's happening? And it was like, and it was like, you, there's a point where you have to, again, what you're laughing at is you have to realize you're a part of the problem. 100%. And you're never going to get through other people's bullshit. And other people have shit going on for them. Some pe And everyone has a different relation to how relationships could work out. So, like, I think her being around you in a fun setting with friends is misleading a little bit to her. Right. She's hanging on to the past, clearly. And, like and she's going, we're all together. We do, you know, we got the group. This makes sense. This makes sense. Right. And it's like, I know you said to her, we will never be a thing again. 
But then you guys end up laughing with each other, and she's like, "Fights happen, right? <laughs> like, like, like because the group right. softens you, that, or, right? Or you talk to her for twenty minutes at a pregame, and she's like, "Well, he's giving me this attention, and like, yeah." So there's and, nothing you can say to her that will get to her as much as the feeling of being okay in a group setting, because to her, and I'm not saying she's even wrong about this, to her, if we can hang out like this, and you're attracted enough for me to hook up. And we used to date. And we right. used to date. Like, maybe why not? We, why not? Right. And also, she's putting her insecurities on you. She sees you talking to a girl. Now she's measuring herself up against a girl. She's going, we have everything. We're cool in a group setting. And now this girl's hotter than me. Right. And it's like, that's not what it is at all. And I do understand. I empathize with her. And we, we both feel bad for her a little bit because yeah. we know this is her way of dealing with her own shit via you. Not you. You're not that great. Right. It's like almost like an addiction to the highs and lows of, of being around what sounds like sort of a toxic thing going on here. Yeah. And I kind of understand that because I feel like even like I've kind of like, again, like not been opposed to being like in the proximity of someone who I felt like kind of hurt me in a sense of like maybe we would talk and I would feel really good. And then like I'd see him talking to someone else and then I'd feel really bad. You're almost like addicted to like a little bit of like the pain of like the up and down and like you is get it, there's a little... A, there's a, like, a, like a battle going Right. On. It's almost like a drug thing. It's like you get a little high and then like it becomes like a withdrawal and then it mm-hmm. hurts a little bit, but it kind of, it's kind of like exciting. So, I mean, I've been in, I've been in her... Yeah. Not, again, not to this extent where someone has said to my face, like, this <laughs> yeah. is not going to be a thing. I feel like that's pretty clear. But that's the thing. But, You've done the talk right, to her thing. Right. It's time, and I agree with Jordana, walk away from this group. Save her by ignoring her. You ignore her. Is she going to be there? I'm going to take a minute off. I'm not going to go. And then you go, well, shouldn't break up the friendship. Hey, you want to come with me and we're going to go to a bar and we'll hang out in another different bar? Right. Yes. Do your own okay. thing. Not all these people are your best friends. Yeah. And then you take away any thought that she has where like any rationale in her head where she's like, well, he keeps coming to the things he knows I'm going to be at. Yeah. He keeps talking to me at the pregames. You yeah. Know what I mean, he keeps answering my text. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Right. I mean, I, it, it's like this is an extreme version of, of a feeling that I sort of understand, which is sure. like in her rational, like I, I just don't understand why it can't work. And so, and, but, and, and she's living in the past. If she, I bet you, if you did that, eventually she would try to meet new people and actually like find someone who actually likes her. You'd be doing her a favor. A- absolutely. Also, you need to unsubscribe on social media if you haven't already. If you're following her, yeah, you're a part the of message. This, you have to, I would even block her. I'd be like, hey, we're done. This is over. You're getting in the way of my life. And if she texts me, checks you and says like, hey, why, why'd you block me? Ignore that too. I, I would walk away. Yeah. You gotta walk away. And then the idea that like she's dating guys that you know were mutual friends of mine when she met you know, it's like who cares? Goodbye. Right. Go. That's it. I agree. Unsubscribe. It seems mean, but I actually think it's like a huge favor to the person. Yeah, and a favor to yourself because right now you're like right now you're spending so much more time on this than you would even admit. I mean, you're writing into this podcast. Yeah, so, so that was a, a, right. a novel. And then also you're you're going to your friends and you're trying to turn friends against her. I know you're not trying, like she's, show, like the whole vacation showing up to trips coincidentally, like right. that's like a wild thing that I I believe you, but I also think, are you inventing yeah. this a little bit? Like, I think he's, I, there is a part of me that thinks he's either like exaggerating a bit or is like a little bit into the attention. Yeah, there's a and kind of like, likes. Oh, like this girl's obsessed with me. And, and I all can't my li- friends can see it. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows it. And like, 
Here's one person who's like completely obsessed with me. Yeah, and he keeps going. What do I do about it? <laughs> yeah, what do I do? I got these friends that I, I call dude at parties, and I don't know their real names, but they're my friends. Right. It's like you're not trying to keep friends. Like your friends will come out with you and do other shit. Right. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E. F-O-O-D-S dot com. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. UUP at Betches.com. Let's play some games. Let's do it. You ready? I'm ready unscrews the lid off the Parmesan at a restaurant and pinches the amount he wants with his fingers instead of using it like a shaker. I love this one. What do you think? I mean, this guy is like, Azzamore, <laughs> pizza pie. Can you imagine? Like, it's a... Uh, I don't like it. The shaker gets move. in the way. Let me uh, Let me my fingers in up. Um, ugh. I think it'd probably be a red flag. You can throw away the Parmesan shaker afterwards. You can look at him and go, throw that fucking thing away. You just put your fucking hands in it. Right. I think there's, I think this is trainable. This is, yeah, this is one of those things that like, it's not like a. What if a girl did this? I would look at her and go, what the fuck are you doing? She's like, like, what's the. You're using your hands? It's a shaker. It's a shaker. You can shake it. No, I want, I like it dispersed how I like it dispersed. (laughs) Yeah. The shaker gets away from you sometimes. Right. I need uh, the extra, need the extra control. Yeah. Well, to me, if that's the answer, I'm like, ugh, she's going to be fucking tough to deal with. This is trainable. I would bring around a uh, pocket uh, Purell and every time he was going (laughs) for it, I'd just be like, give me your hands. (laughs) 
Yeah, because well, you're not even worried about. I would be worried for the next people. Well, I'm not I'm worried about other people doing this. I would, but I also like to me. I this is like a. Now I'm concerned that someone does that with the communal. <laughs> with everyone's doing it. Yeah. Uh, if a woman did this for some reason, I know this isn't fair. I would think that she was more anal than if a man did it. Like if a man did it, it would feel like a very like I'm a dumb big fucking idiot. Okay. When I if a woman did it, I'd be like. Wait, are you that like you need every section of the pizza covered, and that's why you wouldn't think it was gross? I would think it's gross, but I would also be like, this is the instability. Isn't that they don't care about germs? It's that they care about control. Right. What if she put her mouth over the entire water fountain? I would think she would never had learned how to use a water fountain. <laughs> like that's what I would think, or she had a very. Uh, bad history with people pushing her face into the water fountain like that's like a thing in elementary school people used to do <laughs> like she has a bad I, I got a bad history you don't know what I've been through would like you say something third date if she put her whole mouth in the water yeah, fountain you're strolling go, through the park I go what the fuck is wrong with you, Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> like, what happened I would ask I don't, I'd be, I don't know if it'd be a deal breaker I you know I'd be like I think Listen, I'll make out with you after you, after you blow me, but this is too far. This is a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but it's good to know your mouth can do that. Yeah. Good to know. Noted. Let's do um, another. You're allergic to and hate cats, and but he has he or she has one and loves it and wants to live with the, with the two of you when the, you move in together. See, this is a deal breaker to me. If they have an animal? No. I'm allergic to the cat. Okay. And I hate them. What if they're like, you can get shots? No, I don't care. Game over. This, you know, listen, we can't do this. I'm not going to be sick the rest of my life. I, I'm going to be injecting myself for this cat. It's not just a cat. It's not, <laughs> it means everything to me. This is my son. But Bojangles <laughs> is, is someone. Yeah, no, 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 no. What if you're not allergic and you just hate cats? Does that make a difference? Um... I would have to have some sort of rapport with the cat. Like we'd mm -hmm. have to get along in a special way that I'd be okay with it. Like if you didn't get along. Like be... sometimes you like meet, you know, like a dog. You're like, that dog's cool. And sometimes you meet a dog. You're like, Ugh, I wouldn't want to move in with that dog. Like they're all different personalities. Right. Like, and then someone's listening going, you have to love all dogs. And it's like, uh, no. you don't have taste. Right. You, you know, I, certain personalities, don't you can't call your dog your son and say that you love all dogs. Would you rather someone you're dating have a cat that you hate or a child that you love? Cat that I hate. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and not to say that our listeners with kids are, are not un, for you. Are not there's just it's not the situation I'm looking for. But Papa, JT. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, son. I'm gonna be hanging with whiskers. Even if you guys got along super well, kid that I love, cat that I, I guess the kid that I love, I, I take <laughs> that back. <laughs> probably. I, I, I probably would be like, yeah, like I would feel a part of the kid's life and that whole right. thing. Or, uh, yeah, that makes sense. So, yeah. What do you think? Um, about the would you rather or yeah. about the cat in general? Both. Um, kid I, that you love. I think cat I'd, ra that you hate. I'd rather be with a kid that I love. Yeah. At least it's only 50% of the time it's around, probably. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> only every other weekend. Exactly. And uh, would I date someone if I was... A l I really don't like cats. 
Um, you don't? No, I'd find I'd find it a little. They're like touch everything and they jump on stuff and they're like kind of creepy. The one problem with a cat is that in the mornings it you I I sleep with a girl who had a cat and it mm. would just like paw at you. Yeah. In the morning and you'd be like, this is not the time of day for this. Like cats, if they need you, they're getting you. Right. And also it's just kind of like they want to live with it and we move in together. That means even when it dies, they'll probably want another one. It's like now I'm a person who now like owns cats. <laughs> I'm, a cat, I'm a cat owner. Yeah. And I feel like I'd be a little resentful. Yeah. If, they when, were, if everything was perfect, I'd probably get over it, but it would be very close to a deal breaker. One time I slept with a girl and I woke up naked in her bed. We were pretty drunk. And I woke up naked next to the cat. I think I you told this, this before. I think and the so. cat was like near my penis. And it was just so weird that like, I was like, I could never walk into this apartment again. Then I like went to take a piss and my foot was in the litter box. It was all litter like, boxes are just disgusting. Yeah, it's like having a sand trap in your house. It's like, yeah, it's kind of weird. I don't know if I could be a cat person. I would love to like know that the rest of my life was like cat free. Did we talk about this last episode? <laughs> <laughs> I want a cat free lifestyle. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, yeah, I, I, I think cat people are more realistic with dating. Right. <laughs> I think they offer more realism to their relationships in life because you have to like the earn dog a cat. Doesn't truck. love you in unconditionally. Dog would fucking right, lick the, the face of a murderer. Yeah. Right. Let's All do right. one more. They chew gum the entire date, even when eating or drinking. How do you feel about this? Red flag or deal breaker? So is the first date they do this? First date, I, when I have gum, it stays with me for the day. I don't keep gum in my mouth like when I eat a meal. The girl from Willy Wonka. That's me. Put it behind Violet? my ear, Violet. No, but right now, put it behind your ear. That's what she used to do. Oh yeah. Oh. So <laughs> I have a space in my mouth between my. Like, if I'm drinking, I'll keep gum in my mouth. Really? So I'll have, like, I put gum, like, up in my gums, mm -hmm. up top on my right side of my mouth, or left side of my mouth. During a meal, too? Not during a meal, though. I'll throw away the gum for a meal. So I, I'm one of these people that will have gum in social situations mm -hmm. where maybe you wouldn't want gum in your mouth. Well, okay, but for you. Even on stage. Like, I've some never, people don't chew gum on stage. You do. And I'll just put it up in, in my gum while I'm... If it's the you situation where I don't even... I've never known that about you yeah. at all. That's like you've done a good job of <laughs> making that not a public embarrassment to me. Do you think I'm and chewing gum now? No. I am. You? you are? Yeah. Wow. Oh, my God. Yeah. I feel like we just did a magic trick. We just did it. Wow. For the listeners at home, I just pulled that it out. That doesn't bother you? I like it. Are you it afraid keeps of swallowing me, it? No, it keeps me... Um, I heard like if you if you swallow gum, it stays in your system for like seven years. It's it's I've heard that too. I don't know if that's true. There's only been one instance where I'm not gonna get into this. <laughs> um, but I you left a piece of gum in someone's vagina, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> it's still there. They don't even know. It was a, my own version of a I'm dental a, dam. I'm imagining the, the, the mouthwash girl, and then you're like, "Oh no, I'm good," and then you pull out the. <laughs> I've woken up with gum in my mouth after like a night. Of hooking wow. up and drinking. I had I, no idea. Because I put it between my lip and my teeth. I don't understand what's the appeal. There's no appeal. It's more that like when I chew gum, it keeps me less from eating. <laughs> so okay. um, it keeps my mouth busy. So I, I um so when I get on down a gum road, it for whatever reason I like wasn't chewing a lot of gum and now I'm back in. And 
Yeah, I, I'll put it in the side of my mouth and it just sits up there. I'm afraid of choking on it, like waking up. And like, I feel like they make gum small enough so that it won't happen. This one's small enough. I don't like a big piece of gum. Like Trident. Bubblicious. No, <laughs> Bubblicious. You know what my buddy and I used to do? We used to fucking put, we used to go to, we were in this econ class once in college. And uh, you, you know how Bubblicious comes like six to a pack, I think? It's enormous too. Enormous. Yeah. So we cool. used to like annoying this one girl in our economics class because okay. she was like so into it like she was like she's doing very well now so like this <laughs> this all tracks it just goes to show you it goes to show you probably, yeah she's <laughs> probably like bill gates yeah i was <laughs> she's not i mean she's doing really well and you know i'm here talking about dental dams uh, <laughs> but you know to each their own so i one day my buddy and i were like let's fuck with her today and he's like i got this gum and i was like you okay put gum in her hair no come on we we're more i don't know you i feel like the you you keep saying the maturity level when you i'm imagining you like 15 years ago here's what we would do we're in college he sat on one side of her i sat on another and we're like hey and she's like hey everybody like we're all friends and then he pulled out bubblicious and he's like put one in his mouth he's like hey jared you want a piece of gum i'm like yeah i'd love one so then we both have each have a piece of bubblicious in our mouth and he's like because he and then he goes Hey, Jared, you want another piece? I'm going to have another piece. And I'll go, yeah, I'd love one. So then we both have two pieces of Bubblicious in our mouth, and we sound like horses. We're just like... Oh, my God. And we knew that this chick was so into the class that she would fucking freak out. And he was like, hey, Jared, you want another piece of gum? So then we had... Did she say anything? She flipped out. She stood up. She was like, I can't sit next to you because we're just two horses right. chewing. And it was like, and then we like high fived and we're like, got her. Wow. Like, it was like, I hope a, she's listening to this. <laughs> she might be. She's probably buy your parents' house, kick them out, <laughs> <laughs> make them destitute. Now that she's this, yeah, <laughs> this huge deal. Yeah. yeah. That's so funny. So, yeah. So the chewing gum thing. So you're I know you're okay people, with it. Then. I'm cool with it. Yeah. I, I get it. If, I, if it's like you, where I don't know if they're like if you're if it's like you in that class, yeah, I'm out. Too. Yeah, if it's like I I had literally have n- known you while did not yeah, know my that dream about is you. to do a late night set, like to do like a Tonight Show set, like at mm-hmm. the end of the show, and then have gum in my mouth. I I think that'd be kind of fun. I feel like one day it'll weirdly serve you. Like you'll really? have it when you least expect it. We need so <laughs> we need something sticky to hold together this airplane. I've got it. Huh? Does anyone have some gum? You know what? Saves the day. Once again. I can't believe you've had it this every, every recording. Not everyone, but every now and again. You learn something new every day. And you know who learned something new? The listeners of this podcast. Look at that. Very excited that you guys enjoy this show. New York, if there's tickets left, I would go look right now, um, see if there's something left there. Um, we're here every Wednesday. Keep telling a friend. Keep telling a coworker. Uh, if you're on the West Coast, go buy those tickets. We're ready. We're coming. It's going to be a great show. We'll be back next episode. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix, May 16th. Betches.